victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Hi, we're back. Hi. I'm Michael. I'm Cameron. And we have gathered together this week to tell you that how you see the world determines what you think in it. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> and once again, your weekly reminder that that song was the best this is going to be, and it is going to be all downhill from here. Gotcha. Okay. So once again, we have uh, we have our injured hermit today. Cameron has managed to pull an abdominal muscle, so Her she's husband. playing hurt. So we'll see what happens. See if she can gut it through. Yeah. If not, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Hermits are hard to come by, so I can't, <laughs> can't really lose you here. So exactly. we're stuck. Exactly. I have so. made a niche for myself. Right. No one else can replace. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Not in this day and age. Oh, come on. <laughs> so with that said, let's just dive right in. Um, two of these I think you already know about. Okay. One, you may remember. We may have to do some memory jogging, so we will see. All right. Story number one. Okay. We are the world. We'll all drive Jeeps now. (laughs) The, in my opinion, worst Super Bowl commercial because it was insulting. There were commercials that had worse cinematography, worse acting, worse ideas, Mm -hmm. but none that were more condescending and fake than the Bruce Springsteen driving in a Jeep in February, in Kansas, to a church. All that wanted me to do is find out if this place really existed. Well, but, it, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Uh, so there's going to be a pilgrimage yeah. to central Kansas now because we're all gonna we're all gonna meet in the middle. But that's not what Christianity in a church is about. Meeting in the middle. It's, <laughs> church is you God's say that creation. like Jeep and the boss, which that's Springsteen. Yeah. You say that like either one of them have any idea what Christianity is actually about. By that commercial, no. Mm, sorry, <laughs> yeah. no. So what we don't want to. So see, I think the problem was the the tone that they struck was less. You know, we are the world, we are the children driving Jeeps. Uh-huh. And it was more, you know, clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle stuck with you. The, yeah. <laughs> now, we're mocking this. Why are we mocking this? Because it was mock-worthy. Why was it mock-worthy? Why can't we just have unity in the middle? Because, well, when you have unity in the middle you're losing a lot on both sides. And you can't be right and wrong in the but middle. that's the definition of, com- of compromise. That's how this is supposed to work. There is nowhere you- does it say compromise is what we should go for. Well, if, you, if you're going to have unity you're gonna ha- and you're going to meet in the middle of something, then you've got to compromise. Each side has to give a little bit. The clowns on the left and the jokers on the right have to each give up something to meet into the middle in order to create unity. Yeah, but the problem with that is right is right, wrong is wrong, and there is no compromise on right and wrong. And And that's what they're asking for, and that's what they're demanding 
is that, yeah, you can say it's wrong, but only if that's because you feel it's wrong, not because I don't feel it's wrong. See, I'll, they, do, I'll do you one better. Okay. The reason why it's mock-worthy is because you're, you're close. Mm-hmm. I think so, anyway. Both sides believe that. All sides believe that. Every religion and secular humanism is a religion. Paganism is a religion. Mm-hmm. Atheism is a religion. They yes. all have dogmas, yep. and they all have absolute ideas yes. and ideals. Mm-hmm. Even if they tell you they don't have an absolute ideal, that in and it of itself an is an absolute, absolute ideal. ideal. Yeah. So the problem becomes when you assemble a worldview, and all good religions should, should inform and form your worldview, how you think about things, the way you view the world. All worldviews are, by definition, mutually exclusive. Yes. Because if I think the way that I view the world is right, and you view the world in a different manner, then by definition, you must be wrong. wrong. Yeah. So to what that com- the reason why I mock this commercial is because what the commercial is really saying is, you people who are not the uh, Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA, wing of the party... Uh-huh. Maybe it's the you people who are not of the Bruce Springsteen born in the party in the USA. So <laughs> it's Miley again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for all of you people, what you need to do is you need to give up some things and come meet us here in the middle. Yeah. Because I can't understand that any other way because here's the problem. The Alphabet Soup Brigade mm-hmm. is not giving up anything. No, they're not. Why would they? They have cultural autonomy. Yeah. They have political influence and power. They have cultural influence and power. Why would they surrender? When you are kicking the other side's rear end in the public square, you don't retreat. No. Now, here's the other problem. Christian, on the other side of things, can you surrender? No, you cannot. Now, here's the question. Why can't we surrender? Because our God does not surrender. What is our stance based upon? It's based upon God's word. See, there you go. Unity must first be based in an agreement upon the truth. Yes, capital T. And this becomes the problem with competing worldviews because they are standing opposite of each other saying, I view the world differently than you. I think I am right because that's how I'm viewing the world. By definition, therefore, again, you are Wrong. Wrong. The other side is. This is the failure of, and I don't know if it's a failure of corporations or a failure of marketers or what, but they don't want, they don't understand that the reason we're having the culture wars that we're having in Western civilization is because we are having a clash of worldview. Yes. Yes, they are. The Mm -hmm. secular worldview, it believes itself to be ascendant, to be climbing the cultural rungs. Mm -hmm. They view the Christian worldview or even any religious worldview. I guess the uh, the historical way to say it would be the Judeo-Christian heritage of Western civilization. (laughs) That's what I was, you know, fed in high school and college. And again, I have a degree in this stuff, not that it's useful for anything. (laughs) They view that as on the decline. They're on the way out. Yeah. But you can't demand that we give up something to meet you someplace when you're not willing to give up something to meet in someplace. And again, the problem is you're asking us to give up foundational, fundamental things. Now, why is this so important? 
Because, Christian, if you saw that commercial and you didn't think, are these people drunk? Like, who, who thought this was a good idea? Who thought this was the problem? Was that we needed unity based on what? The middle? The, the concept of that is what they're saying is this is not a worldview problem. Mm-hmm. This is just a compromise thing. But yeah. again, we are, all, we are at the point culturally where we are bone on bone. Mm-hmm. The, the, the joints are rubbing together, and that's because we are finally getting to a worldview place. If, Christian, you do not understand this, you are going to get run over and you are going to start to compromise your beliefs. If you'd like to know how badly that will go, listen to yesterday's episode with Lou on syncretism, because that's what you'll be doing. You'll be syncretizing your Christianity with pop culture, and that will end very, very badly. Yeah, you're making a new Christianity. Well, which is not necessarily not, a thing. Yeah, it's not Christian. It is is that commercial is almost like the I kind of come away with it's either mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, whoever watching a bunch of kids and they're all arguing over how they're going to play toys and after a while they're just like y'all either play like you're supposed to or I'm going to beat everybody. They don't care. They're just, they just want peace. They just want quiet. They don't want to figure out who's actually in the right, who's in the wrong. They just, so their idea is, well, I'll just come together and meet in the middle and everybody will be happy. But that's not how it's going to go when I have to give up. See, I disagree because all Uh of these corporations are, are, I'm going to sound like the conspiracy, you know, they're all in on it. The corporations of most large countries are in with the government sphere. Yeah. They have kickbacks, they have tax deductions, they have all these lovely things that help them maintain status. I mean, we bailed Jeep out. <laughs> That's true. Because they're part of yeah. um they're part of Chrysler, mm-hmm. who's now owned by this Chrysler Fiat and they're I don't even know where I don't care. Germany somewhere, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So but we bailed Chrysler out years ago. Mm-hmm. So they're they're in. They're in the too big to fail. Again, I think gotcha. the problem is what they're asking for is something that cannot be given by either side. Because here's the thing. If the Alphabet Soup Brigade wants to continue their march, they cannot allow the Christian worldview to, can, to maintain a foothold. Because that foothold enables the light to shine, and it doesn't allow the darkness to conquer. So they can't surrender on this. They can't give up anything. No, they, can't they can't give you anything. Christian, likewise, because your worldview is based upon the truth of God, you can't give up on this either. What God defines as sin is sin. Yeah. And... You know, woe be to him who calls evil good and good evil. It's almost like there's a Bible verse about that somewhere. Yeah. Isaiah 520. <laughs> so in other words, is yeah, they're tired of the fussing, the arguing. We have to come together. And you know what? Woo, that was, you need some WD-40. Sorry. Anyway. No, I don't need the WD-40. My chair <laughs> needs WD-40. That wasn't me. That was the chair. <laughs> I'm not that old, that old most days. But no, is is the parents with the arguing children, or it's finally just looking at the one who is the quiet one, who's all who doesn't really fuss much, but just refuses to do the wrong thing. Looks at him and goes, "Get over it. You'll be all right. And just he, give it up." And this is why. And that's and, what it looks and, and like. And then we'll leave this topic here, though. But okay. this is why this is important, though, because I think as Christians we have spent way too much time arguing about the effects of worldview Mm -hmm. and the outworkings of worldview. So we've wanted exemptions. We've wanted protections rather than saying that is wrong. I don't care what you do. It is wrong. wrong. 
See, there's a difference between those two things. One is saying I care about the outworking and what you're going to give me for it. Yeah. It's an attempt at compromise. Uh-huh. The other is saying I don't care what you do. I don't care what you declare right. It is wrong. wrong. And if we're unwilling to stand there, we're going to keep getting bombarded by this, me- by, by this message to, to give a little, you know, to compromise some, to just kind of to slouch your way towards Gomorrah. And the reason they're going to do that is because they think they've got an inroad because we're not actually attacking them at the foundation. They're yeah. attacking us at the foundation. By giving up on these foundational ideas, you're surrendering your worldview. You're mm-hmm. surrendering the truth. You're slouching in. Yeah. By arguing over what we're going to surrender and how we're going to surrender it, we're agreeing and we're allowing their foundation to stand unchallenged. Gotcha. So, no, you want me to meet in the middle in central Kansas at a church. Okay, question, uh, Bruce. Um, and by the way, this commercial doesn't exist anymore. It's been pulled from YouTube. Oh, really? Yes, because uh, Springy there got a DUI yesterday, and so they pulled it. Uh, now, unless oh you got a DUI in a uh, Jeep, I, 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 then, you know, the comedy is dead. Yeah. But... So, question. Mm-hmm. Why a church? What's a church? It is... A What's me- a church stand for? It's the meeting place of God's people. No, no, no. But these are the questions that, that yeah. Jeep and Bruce Springsteen need to answer. Why yeah. a church? What's a church? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. When we get there, what are you actually defining as the middle? What are you defining? See, these are all worldview questions. You want us to give up something. You want them to give up something. You need to define what those somethings are to determine whether or not they are things that can be given up because I have a real funny feeling that what we would think the middle is and what they think the middle is are nowhere near each other. So Yeah, I agree. I agree. With that on your brain, do you remember back to the simpler days of April of 2020? I know, I'm asking you to go way back in the time machine here. Yeah, when we couldn't, we, we were allowed yeah. to wear a mask if just stay six feet away, and then it got revoked again here yeah, in Illinois. Knows? Illinois, anyway. we had to, then we didn't have to, now we had to again. Uh, so <laughs> April was a confusing month. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so all right. There was a story right. about the beaches in Florida were being opened and, you know, everybody and their uncle was They're going gonna to the beach. And they were all going to die. Oh, the spring, was it spring breakers? Yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah, yeah. matter. We're, we're too young. We're not going to get we're, it. Whatever. Yeah, but you remember. Now, in the midst of that okay. story, do you remember the uh, Grim Reaper attorney? Attorney? He was an attorney? He was an attorney. He walked down the, br- down yes, the, the beach. Yes, he went out to the beach in the, the Grim, Grim Reaper. Reaper outfit. And they're like, you're all going to die. Did he yes. die? No, he did not die. Oh, okay. All right. He sued the state of Florida. For? Now, again, give the man some credit. Mm-hmm. He's a true believer. He sued the state of Florida mm-hmm. to have, to man, he wanted, what he wanted was the judicial branch in Florida to demand that the public health emergency powers granted to the governor mm-hmm. be utilized to close all the public beaches. Kind of takes away the whole word public. Well, th- there's a different discussion there. Okay. So he sued mm-hmm. and he lost. Okay. Not only did he lose, he was basically laughed out of the court. So he did what every good culture warrior does. He doubled down and appealed. Okay. And he eventually got his case worked through. Well, he has been laughed at so many times now that the appellate court that has finally, finally made the decision on this has actually recommended that the Bar Association disbar him. Whoa. 
Wow. So he has made a mockery of the judicial system over this. And, and the reason being is To the being point is that they're just like, dude, don't you under- No, this is not happening. Now, how this happens in Florida, I have no idea. Everyone's Florida man. a Florida man, like, sobers up, apparently. <laughs> so, and for those of you who have no idea, in the United States, Florida is like our zoo. And so is Ohio. Yeah, Florida and Ohio. I mean, if you ever hear, like, like anytime you've... Oh, I know how to explain this thing to the international community. Okay. Florida is to the U.S. like Australia is to the planet. Yeah, it's a bit off. So, like, whenever you, like, if if, if I I just showed up at your door and said, ooh, look, here's a story of a man who drank 47 beers and wrestled an alligator, you would go, that's Australia. Yeah. Well, in the United States... That's, That's Florida. Australia. That's yeah, Florida. Florida's, Florida's yeah. our Australia. If I, if I brought you a story and be like, man skydived into wood chipper, you'd be like, that, that, happened. <laughs> that happened in the outback of Australia somewhere. In the United States, that all happens in Florida. So that is Florida man. Gotcha. Every once in a while, the Florida man yeah. gets this right. Yeah. The reason why I say that Grim Reaper lawyer was laughed at was because the court was being asked to override the executive branch and mandate that they do something. The judicial branch doesn't actually have that authority. No, they don't. As somebody who has spent 20 years in in business meetings, yeah. as someone who spent 20 years in business meetings and dealing with Robert's Rules of Order Mm -hmm. on how parliamentarian systems work, this would be a motion not well received. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've heard that before. Because it doesn't function. You can't yeah. you can't do that. You can't make us do that. And as a lawyer, he should know that. Licensed by the Bar Association of Florida, he does know that. So when he sued and was told this and told you know this, him appealing it and continuing it is yes, making a mockery of the legal system. Now, yeah. I say all of this because you know what? Give the guy credit. Like again, I, I joke sometimes. You know, you gotta you gotta hate the game, not the player. Okay. Dude got his fifteen minutes of fame out of it, didn't he? He got to do his news interviews in his Grim Reaper outfit. I don't know if they ever checked to find out if he's wearing a mask or not. I gotta say, did he ever see his face? Because that's not much fame if you, not unless he purposely covered himself so you couldn't I know have who he no was. No idea. But the next question becomes, why? You know, you're not going to win this case. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. Why go down the road? To challenge our balance of powers in the set, the system. Yeah, I don't think it's that simple. You don't think it's that uh-huh. simple to bounce to just. To you can't win. No, you the can't. balance of power is not going to be shifted there. Uh huh. So why continually why? do it? Like why go to the beach? Because and, his, every time he did that with mom, when she said no, he continued to bug her. No, she no, gave no, in. no. Don't be a psychiatrist. It has nothing to do with his mother. <laughs> I'm just saying. Every time he wants, no, no. he's always gotten what he wants. Can you I, go to the beach and warn people? It, look, okay. assume you are one of the uh, Branch Covidians, okay. and you, you believe it is Captain Trips, and this is the stand, and we are all going to die. Gotcha. Can you go to the beach and warn the people there mm-hmm. in a somewhat sane manner? Yeah. Yes. Please beware. Please. Would going be to care, the yeah. beach dressed as the Grim Reaper, sickle in hand, be a somewhat sane manner? No. So why do you go no. to the beach in Grim Reaper getup. Is it about warning the people on the beach or is it about the publicity and the people on the eyeballs on the camera crew that are going to show up later? Yeah, that sounds more of, of a publicity stunt. Yes. Of, now, why continue it? Because it works. He but got fame. who is he appealing to? See, I give him credit. Mm. I think he's a true believer. I think he is a full-blown Branch Covidian. 
is he fighting the argument by presenting ideas or, or is he fighting the argument by presenting narratives? Yeah, he's definitely doing narratives. I mean, he's he's going after those who are, one, already staying home because they're scared. And two, well, being any early childhood person, any other young child watching TV would see him is scary. So I'm not going to go to the beach because he might be there. I mean, this, he's he's getting into the, self, the, the, the mind of people. You got to be careful what you put in your this mind. This is so, where these yeah. two stories come together. All right. Christian worldview is based upon the truth of the word. It yes. is based upon the teachings of Christ. All of that, all of the, what the, all of what is contained in the in the Scripture, mm-hmm. we build out on that. How does the secular humanist mindset attack that? Do they attack it by arguing the points of the worldview? The answer to that is no, no never. No, that makes that would be semi-logical. Again, go means. back. I'm going to use this example until the end of time because it's the best one. But go back to the garden. What did Satan do? Did God really say? What Doubt. He, is, is, he, is he attacking the word of God directly? Mm-mm. No, he's attacking no. it indirectly by framing his own narrative. Yeah. He's framing another world view. Yeah, did it the, really happen? The loss of Eve is, no, that's not what God said. Should have been the answer. Yeah. Instead, she assumes that what he said was offered in good faith argues based on his premise and then finds herself looking around going, how do we get here? And yeah. how do I get back? Exactly. exactly. See, because you assumed there was a potential for doubt in the word of God. Therefore, when I introduce this other doubt, oh, no, 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 you won't die. You'll get this. Oh, well, that sounds pretty good. Forgetting the fact that two sentences ago, you were completely wrong about what the word of God said. Yeah. You were completely wrong about the command that God gave mm-hmm. and how this was to go. See, forgetting all that, now we assume you're giving me good information. You've bought the lie. You've bought the narrative. You have now weaseled over to the culture. That's what he's doing. He's ca- As long as I can keep this in the court system and we're fighting to close the beaches, we're fighting to protect you, I'm constructing my narrative. This is why I will say until the end of time that Christianity is a thinking, thinking. religion. Yes. Because the, t- the danger we get, excuse me, <coughs> The danger we have to face is that we get comfortable. Yeah, we do. And this is why, I mean, I had this, I had this discussion in my Sunday school class a couple weeks ago. When dealing with children, never rest upon because I said so. Ever. It's not good enough. No. It's, That's not it's a reason. Not, it's, not, it not only is it not. It not a, is it not a good reason, it's not any reason. Mm-mm. This is why as a pastor I will never say, because I said so. That's not a good reason. I don't have any authority other than the authority granted to me as I stand faithfully upon the word of God. Parent, they are called to honor you. Mm-hmm. So to, to quote the great prophet Cartman, they must respect my authority. <laughs> but it does not mean that they will always follow me. Yeah. No, it doesn't. My authority as a parent is invested in me by the word of God. I have authority and right to demand of my children as I rightly stand and teach upon the word of God. See, those things matter. Because I said so is not good enough. I need to be able to ground my reasoning and my explanation in the commands of Christ, in the building up of them as disciples, Mm -hmm. in all that is good for them as God has entrusted me. 
That should be true in every aspect of our lives. And this is why I say it's important to look at that Jeep commercial and laugh hysterically. Because it's mock-worthy because you're not actually offering me anything. No, no, they're not. You're right. They what are, they're, they're doing, offering you compromise. What they're doing is, they're, no, they're not. No, they're you. Yes, you. compromise for thee, but not for, for me. me. Yeah. What they're offering is, you intolerant people, look, we're standing here in the middle. Why don't you give up and come on over to where we are? Yeah. See, this is where we've got to meet. This is where we've got to stand. Mm-hmm. That's all that was. See, I think the imagery in the Jeep commercial of the church was intentional. It wasn't meant to be construed as a meeting place. It was meant to be construed as the people they were talking to. Yeah. I did kind of get that feeling. It's like, why are we being singled out? Because they didn't show the rainbow flags. They didn't show anything that would give any other... They didn't show any other type of flag or symbol of any other issue going on. They just showed the church as if to say... Yeah, you can have your church. Just compromise. Yeah, I... I did kind of notice, like, why are we meeting in the middle and all we're seeing is a no. church. They're inviting the church to meet in the middle. And that's why doing. I think these two stories relate, because the Jeep commercial is a good, is a well-done example mm-hmm. of casting a narrative. Yeah. The Grim Reaper attorney is a ham-fisted example of casting a narrative. He's doing it dumbly. I think Jeep tried to do it smartly. I just don't think they were clever enough to actually realize what incarnation they were attempting to accomplish. Yeah. And I also think there were there's going to be too many Christians that are going to buy into it and go, oh, look at the symbolism that they've given to us. Look at the importance. You know, the, the Springsteen is lighting a candle. He is offering a prayer and wearing a cowboy hat. Look, he's so down to earth. <laughs> Grim Reaper dude looks like a moron. Yeah. Standing on the beach in Florida in the summer dressed as death incarnate. Yeah. You look at him and go, this is not a serious human being. No. And But it doesn't matter. What's he mm-hmm. doing? He's contributing. Yeah, he's trying. He in his own ham-fisted way, he's contributing. The Jeep, the Jeep answer is much smoother. It's much slicker. And this is why this matters, because as Christians, you know what we're going to get most of the time? Satan doesn't run around ham-fistedly. He yeah. runs around smooth and sleek. Mm-hmm. And for every, for every Jeep commercial that we notice, there's probably 10 or 11 that we don't. Exactly. And that becomes the problem. Exactly. Satan is very, very much a sneaky serpent. He's clever. as an angel of light. light. Yeah, he he, he is. He does. And all the things that he allows or he... He manipulates subtly. You you really don't tell I me mean, if if Satan ran around like Yosemite Sam in a little red devil outfit with a pitchfork <laughs> and a tail and little horns on his head and he'd whatnot. Be cute. One he'd be cute because it's me Yosemite Sam, and two we'd know him in a heartbeat. If you saw the ugliness of sin mm-hmm. for what it is. You would no one would ever commit sin and would go against God, but and Satan doesn't why, do that, and, and he knows that. And this is why I say, know who you are, know what you believe, know how those two things go together, and be prepared to explain and defend them mm-hmm. unapologetically. Which leads us to our third story. Okay, we have a good example of that of unapologetic. Yes, unapologetic. Unless this has changed, it may have changed, but yeah, I, I don't think it has. Okay. Yoshiro Mori. Gesundheit. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Yoshiro Mori is the, 
I don't know if he's the head. I, I didn't write it down, and I don't remember. But he is some one of the mucky mucks mm-hmm. for Japan's running of the Summer Olympics that were supposed to be held last year and are being held this year. Okay. Supposedly. I've, so maybe. There's rumors that they're going to get canceled again. No Olympics. You know, sad face. Mm-hmm. Now, he is 83, 84, 82. He's somewhere in that ballpark. I mean, typically these Olympic committees are run by people <laughs> who have been around forever because they've got the kind of money and time to do this sort of thing yeah. and to care about organizing an Olympic Games. Exactly. That's so true. He had a statement in which case he needed to be canceled. Uh-huh. So the, the, uh, the uh, social media mob has decided he must be canceled because he is evil mm-hmm. and beyond, you know, Beyond all hope of redemption. Oh, okay. Because he said that he doesn't, the, the, the thing that's aggravating him the most about the Olympic prepping uh-huh. is all these meetings. Oh, yeah, meetings are. And he's got to take all these annoying. meetings with women. And he hates that because women talk too, long, too much and these meetings take too long because the women won't stop talking. Oh, he's so true. <laughs> I remember being in school and it was like when the male principal stood up and started talking, he had no problems going, all right, ladies, let's just cut this to the chase. And he would point A, da-da-da-da-da, point B, da-da-da-da, point C, da-da-da-da. If there's any questions, see me in my office afterwards and let's go home. And he would leave. When I had a female principal, a two-hour meeting for three princi- for three bullet points now, that didn't necessarily his, need to be done. So I, I agree with him. Defense, we, we Ladies well, are chatting. Actually, not in his defense, but in, in, in defense of the social media mob. There's a phrase you never thought you'd hear me utter out loud. <laughs> no. Um, statistically speaking, he is not correct that in most board settings and corporate arenas, uh-huh. men talk more than women. They talk longer than women in uh-huh. most board settings. I don't know if that's glass ceiling or anti-feminism or misogyny at work. Either way. Mm -hmm. So it's not entirely accurate. It's a cultural stereotype that on the whole, regardless of the, the, the manner of life or the arena in which we are occupying, women on average talk more than men. Yes, they do. I mean, I, I, we, you know. Science has proven this. I mean, social science has proven this, yeah, we, where the words we use, women will use women twice talk, as many words a day men. than men. He's, he's, he's really... Even from a young age. It's not, so. It may not be true in the corporate world, but it's true of the world in general. Yes. Now, when asked if he was going to apologize, he was genuinely confused. Like, about what? He doesn't have social... He, he, he's a happy life. He does <laughs> not have all this media, apparently. Now, <laughs> you know why I agree with him, though, that he shouldn't apologize? Because it's funny. What? Yeah, it is funny. And I go to the Damon Wayans School of Life. If it's funny, you're not in trouble. <laughs> True. Yeah, this is the Damon Wayans rule for parenting. If it's funny, you're not in trouble. You might get a look, but you yeah. can't really be in trouble if it's funny. That's right. You know, Nobody the example hurt. he uses okay. is his, his, his sons tried to set up a, a super glue trap for their mm-hmm. sister on the toilet seat. He's like, I wanted to be mad that they put super glue on the toilet seat, but then I got to thinking, like, what if it worked? Oh my like, gosh. What if she sat down and got stuck? Like, that would be funny. So, he had to take so he's like, I can't punish him yeah. because it was funny. Yeah, the, so, thought, the idea was funny. If it actually yeah. happened... No, it would still been funny. That yeah, would have been, been. been funny. I you got to go with it. Look, that if if it's funny, you're not in trouble. That's, that's number one. But number two, uh-huh. you know what? There are stereotypes for a reason. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, but they're based on something. If you don't like the if you don't like what the man said, you know what the problem is? Is the behavior that he is demonstrating the, that no, what you don't no, like. No, no, no. The problem is not that he said it. No. The uh-uh. problem is not that he thought it. The problem then lies in either the belief that he holds mm-hmm. or the foundational stereotype that he is following after. So if you don't like it, change it. 
Yeah. Or explain to him how it's wrong. This is, again, a worldview conversation. Mm -hmm. See, the secular worldview doesn't want to have this conversation because they have no foundation. They are the definition of the shifting sand. So they demand you apologize and then go sit down in the corner and be quiet because you're not allowed to speak anymore. Why not? Because... We said so. Yeah. They were offended. Yeah, you said something we didn't like, so you have to go sit down. They are offended. And every time you ask they, the answer is always the same. Who are they? It is them that are not us. (laughs) That is who they are. Yep. Those that are not us. That is them. It has always been them. It has always will be them. Again, walk through the airport and just stop every person you see. Well, like when you're allowed to go back to the airport. But, you know, just stop every person you see in public and go, excuse me, are you a member of the Twitter mob? Are you a part of cancel culture? Do you get people blocked on Facebook? You know what they're all going to tell you? No. No. Now, these people exist somewhere, but until I actually meet one, I don't care. I just don't care. And Yoshiro Mori doesn't care, and I stand with Yoshiro Mori in not caring. Not every word astray, not every concept out of place in the modern world needs to be eradicated with extreme prejudice. And this connects back to what Lou and I were talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Christian, we are not afraid of any of these conversations because we're going to win. Yeah. And true. we're not going to win some of the time. We're going to win every, every time. single time. Mm-hmm. We have the truth. They have lies. We have the solid rock. They have shifting sand. We have a secure anchor. They are being blown astray by every wind and wave of doctrine in this world. They can not win. No. Conversely, we can not lose. <laughs> no, we can't. Therefore, I want everyone to say every dumb thing they think of. I want every person to spout every foundational worldview item they can possibly imagine. Because then I get to actually apply biblical truth, proclaim the gospel, point to the foundations that are in Christ, and go home happy because we won. Yeah. See, this is why we mock the Jeep commercial. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want a conversation. You want surrender. Yes, And I do. refuse to give it to you. This is why we laugh at Grim Reaper attorney. Because you're not arguing anything, you're just trying to cast a narrative, and you're doing it like a moron. So yeah. when you do things like a moron, you know what we call you? Moron. You're a moron. You're just being dumb, and what's the rule, children? Don't do dumb things. There you go. And conversely, when you see someone say something that, look, should he have said that? Like, do I want the guy in charge of my country's Olympics saying things like that in public? No, it makes us all look bad. Yeah. And it makes all the women that work with him, I mean, that's an uncomfortable conversation now. Yes, Every I woman agree. that goes into a meeting with him now is sitting there thinking, Should I say do something? Do I say or something not? more or did I talk too much? Did I not talk long enough? Like, who gets to define this? See, there are some things, you know, we say it on the inside. We don't say it on the outside. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why you wear your sunglasses. So when you roll your eyes, people don't knock you unconscious. Ooh, yeah. When <laughs> I first started wearing glasses, <laughs> I got in trouble. Yeah, you realize, oh, they can see me. Yeah, wait a minute. They yeah. can see. There are some ah. things that are for the inside and some yeah. things that are for the outside. So should he have said it? No. No. But he said it out loud. Does that mean we need to tar and feather him and burn him at the stake? And the answer no. is no. We used to have this idea where we could laugh and go, 83-year-old guy just said something a little inappropriate. I mean, I long for the days when I'm the old, inappropriate guy in the room because then I can tell you what I really think and everyone just go, oh, he's just old and doesn't know any better. That's going away and that makes me sad. Yeah. Because my life dream is now crushed. That older generation of people just saying what's right in front of everybody's face and not caring and walking away like, huh, yeah, but I'm an old man, who cares, and walks away and then... 
those who are in the process of doing whatever stupid activity he pointed out actually has to stop and think for a second about what he said. There's <sighs> nobody there any longer to go, to point to do the whole you should have had a V8 slap moment. It's a, it's a it's sad, a, it's a it's, sad yeah, world. Wisdom is going away. Well, and it's going away because, again, we're not actually having foundational arguments. We're trying to cast narratives mm-hmm. and determine things just based on pressure. Yeah. Now, Christian, this is where your Bible comes in because this is what Romans 5, 1 Peter 1, James 1 are all talking about. This is what Luke 12 is talking about. When are you blessed? When your faith is revealed. When is your faith revealed? When you stand firm under trials and pressures. When you bear up. Yes. See, the world is not meant to be accommodating. The world, apart from Christ, is meant to be rough. It's what smooths off your rough edges, what refines you for eternity. Our goal is not to accommodate. It's to be the opposite. It's it's to be aggravating. It's to be a thorn in the side of culture and say, no, mm-hmm. we're not going to walk with you. We're not going to compromise. And every time you do that wrong thing, we're going to stand over here and go, that That's was wrong. wrong. That was wrong. We're going to be <laughs> the annoying wrong. four-year-old. That was wrong. Well, I did it. <laughs> Elmo Why? cooking with emerald. You spilled yes. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you spilled that. Why'd you do that? <laughs> you didn't wipe it up. You missed the spot. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I'm going to yeah. find that episode one day because yeah. I can't find it anywhere. But, it is but hilarious. That's, but yeah, that's, that's what we're supposed to be. Unfortunately, we're, they're, they're yeah. going to hate us because that's, this is what we do because we're shining light uh-huh. and the darkness doesn't want the light. It wants to hide in the darkness and go. <sighs> exactly. And our job is to not allow them to do it. So we have to be aggravating at times, not intentionally, but just because we are standing upon the truth. So what have we learned today, children? We are united only in Christ. Yes. Truth matters in how we live. Yes, it does. And not everything is everything. Exactly. You know, some things are just meant to go away, never to be seen or heard from again. And we can live and it'll be all right. Mm -hmm. So question. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Something from yesterday I saw. I, well, I didn't Uh-oh. see it. I heard it. Who let you out of the cage? <laughs> <laughs> no. I said, and this is just, just for light comicalness. I was driving in the car, and they were talking about the icy road conditions. We're in this great big polar vortex yeah. thing, whatever. We're all freezing to death. Yeah, everybody slowly. freezing to death above the 36th parallel, apparently. We're all freezing to death. They showed a video on the radio about how dangerous it is to drive on ice. Okay. I'll Why? say it again. They showed Why? a video yeah, about, I, I, I on the, the radio about how dangerous it is. Were they at least giving play by play? No, you just heard the screeching, and they're like, "Man, he just he he slid right off. He slid off the bridge and landed, or whatever." I don't know what the video was. They didn't. I'm sitting going, "You're on the radio. Why aren't you telling us what happened?" You're on the... Why are you showing a video? Keep, and the, the radio announcer actually said, up next at the commercial, we'll show a video about how dangerous ice is when we come back. And I was going, no. <laughs> I keep saying, how dumb can this world get? That's not a challenge, people. It's not a challenge. Exactly. It's merely an observation. I mean, it doesn't happen every oh day. I know you read and get all these what in the world type of stories. I actually got one. I was like, oh. I just got a what in the world story. The radio showed a video. Why not? Because everything is stupid. And every time we think it's going to get less stupid, it goes, no, I have not yet begun to stupid. All right. 
Questions, comments, complaints, send them to info at practicaltheologyministries.com. Go to the website, practicaltheologyministries.com. You can find links to Facebook, Twitter. Uh, You can find links to the church, Calvary Baptist Mm -hmm. uh, Church here in Rockford, where you can find sermons, everything that's online there. You can find resources, Bible reading, links to the books, all that good stuff. If you have questions, again, send them in. If you have stories you want us to cover, send them in. We'll be glad to do it. Ask your questions. We'll be glad to answer them. No promises the answers will be good, but they will be to the best of our meager (laughs) ability. Exactly. Until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. Bye.